Welcome to Safety Chats. Host Jason Stark, Director of Safety at Baldwin Safety and Compliance, shares decades of aviation experience and a passion for safety. Hey everybody, welcome to the Baldwin Safety Chat podcast. And yes, this is the place where we talk about anything safety management or just safety related. Kind of a quick thought. It has to do with awareness and specifically using awareness as a mitigation. Now, it might sound a little weird, especially when we look at the hierarchy of risk controls. Obviously, the best is elimination, which is physically removing the hazard. Then beneath that is substitution, where we're replacing the hazard with something less hazardous, moving the hazard away from the person, placing with something safer. Engineering controls, which I know a lot of us are familiar with, we're isolating people from the hazard through some engineering action. And then administrative controls, changing the way people work. And then finally, at the bottom is PPE, or personal protection equipment. The first thing that came to mind were foamy earplugs going out on the ramp or hard hats, helmets, in whatever type of industry you're in. So we went from the most effective to the least effective in terms of the hierarchy controls. Awareness isn't really necessarily mentioned on there. It's towards the bottom of effectiveness, but I wanted to say that it does have a mitigating factor to it. The idea of becoming aware of a particular hazard and the associated risk does provide some mitigation. The reason why I'm bringing up in this context is because there are some tools we use that are good for awareness and have a mitigating factor, but don't actually actively mitigate the hazard or the risk associated with the hazard itself through like policy or procedure. And one of the things I'm thinking about is the FRAT, but I'll get to that in a second. When I think of some of these awareness mitigations where these can come about, I'm really a big fan of pre-briefs or mission briefs. This idea of getting the crew together, uh, whether it be a flight crew or a maintenance crew or a, a shift crew for line service, getting them together and talk about the day, what you're going to do, what the mission is, what the task is, go over what the hazards are. You're not coming up with further mitigation for these hazards that already should be mitigated that you're talking about that's in your environment. But what you're doing is you're bringing awareness to them. That awareness now centers people's thoughts on them and how they'll deal with them if they interact with the current mitigations are in place, like a process, more specifically standard operating procedure. They'll have that in their head when they interface with that hazard. They'll, they'll be mentally ready. For, even in the context of threat and error management, when it comes to CRM, but briefings are a big mitigating factor for identifying threats and capturing threats before they come air. But rather than self-briefing, the challenge is for the team briefing. If you're a crew, and I'm sure a lot of pilots do this, but between your co-pilot, yourself, cabin attendant, to provide a brief and identify what you're going to be facing in the flight, what some of the hazards are, and maybe verbalize what the mitigations will be. Atul Gwande, in his book, uh, Checklist Manifesto, he talks about the importance of team briefings in dealing with complexity. The idea is that when we get everybody on the same page, it's like a force multiplier. Lessens the probability that something will slip through the cracks. When we can get everybody together, like a team brief, you know we do it uh, in flight, maintenance and line service, to get your crew, to get the team, the shift, whatever it may be, all on the same page, that's like increasing the number of eyes and ears that are out there identifying and preventing risk from slipping through the cracks. So the pre-briefs to me are a very good tool to use awareness. And by having that awareness, there is a slight mitigating factor. Now, one of the other tools 
tools we use, and I kind of hinted to it, is the FRAT. And the flight risk assessment tool, or in maintenance, I guess it's called the MRAT, and line service, I guess it would be the LRAT. They're, they're, each of them are given a weight to give you an idea of, okay, the gravity, if you will, of what you're facing and how that all adds up. The real benefit of the FRAT, talking to Dr. Stephen McNeely, a big part of the project of making the FRAT that was accepted by the FAA, he mentioned that one of the big factors of FRAT is the awareness aspect. That does have a mitigating factor to it. When we sit there and before flights and go through the FRAT, it's not so much of the exercise uh, necessarily of adding up the points blindly and saying, okay, we're over this threshold, we need to take something away. No, it's more if we're mindful when we do the FRAT. And unfortunately, a lot of times we get into this check the box mode, but if we're mindful about what we're selecting, what we're seeing, then we are aware of what we're going to be facing. And obviously the score gives a kind of a gravity like, okay, we really need to be paying attention to this. It allows us to center our mind and prepare for the flight. I would take it even a step further if we can do the FRAT and actually use that the basis of your pre-brief, getting everybody on the same page of saying, this is what we're facing for the flight, not just the captain doing it or the co-pilot doing it or one doing it and then passing it and saying, okay, review this. No, actively briefing it, whether it be a maintenance risk assessment, line risk assessment, flight risk assessment, doesn't matter. Actively briefing it with each other would go a long way in creating that awareness and ultimately creating a mitigating effect. When we do the FRAT, a lot of times it has gotten into a check the box exercise. You know, it's like, chick, 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 chick. I'm out over the threshold. I'm going to go see you later. I get it because we see the same things all the time. We just want to get out there and, and smash bugs. But if we can really slow it down, look at what we're checking to create that awareness, then just in that self, you are actively mitigating the risk associated with the flight. And then furthermore, to brief that with your crew. Just real quick, just something to think about. Bottom line is don't discount the value of awareness and what it can bring. Pre-briefs are great. The mission risk assessment tool is great. Just creating that awareness so we can be ready to identify the threats and capture them before they become errors, incidents, or accidents. Just a short little one. Um, hope it gives you something to scratch your head about. Love to hear your thoughts on it. Love to hear if you actually do use the FRAT as the basis of your briefing uh, with your crew and, and brief it all together. So drop me a note. Let me know if there's anything else you'd like to hear or talk about. Love to hear from you guys. Just thanks for being here so much. Thank you so much for what you're doing out there in helping to increase safety in our industry. Stay safe. This podcast is brought to you by Baldwin Safety and Compliance, the leader in safety management for the transportation industry. Since 2004, Baldwin has been providing state-of-the-art solutions and 24-7 support to the aviation and transportation industries. Baldwin's clients include all sizes and types of transportation operators. Baldwin provides safety and related business services to commercial and non-commercial transportation operators, medical transporters, FBOs, MROs, airports, flight schools, UAS operators, firefighters, OEMs, ground transport operators, and others. Visit baldwinsms.com to discover how Baldwin can enhance your organization's safety program.